Welcome to the clubhouse with Patrick Folks on ABC Grandstand Digital. Hello and welcome back to the clubhouse. Patrick Folks here with you in the ABC Grandstand Studio. Thank you very much for joining me today, Brumbies fans. Commiserations for the loss on the weekend. If you haven't caught the news, the Brumbies lost to the Chiefs over in Hamilton in the Super Rugby Final, and the final score there was 27-22. Despite the Brumbies leading most of the way, we're going to review that game just a little bit later on with grandstand rugby commentator Tim Gavel. Tim was sent over to Hamilton to call the game and obviously has called every Brumbies game available to him this season uh, in Canberra. So we'll have a chat with him and see what he made of the game and maybe what uh, Brumbies fans can uh, hope for the future. You know, it does take losing one to win one. You never know. Also on the program today, I went out and caught up with Wallabies coach Ewan McKenzie just before they started their first week of Wallaby camp post the Robbie Deans era, and I also caught up with Wallabies captain James Hall. We'll catch up with both of them, and we'll also have our regular segments looking at Queensland Premier Rugby and the Shoot Shield. Stay with me here in the clubhouse. On ABC Grandstand Digital, the clubhouse. The clubhouse. With Patrick Folks. Just running through some rugby news for you at the moment. Over the weekend, the Tars, or the Waratahs, I should say, went down to the Pumas. This was a New South Wales Barbarian side. And uh, at halftime, it was New South Wales Barbarians 12, leading Argentina 10. However, the final score ended up being Argentina 29, the New South Wales Barbarians 27, and Drew Mitchell apparently performed quite well in in that match, perhaps uh, just making one final claim, maybe, to be considered for the Wallabies by Ewan McKenzie. In other news, the Lions are back, but not the British and Irish Lions. It's the Lions of Johannesburg as the Southern Kings get relegated. Uh, if, you, if you're not aware, basically the South Africans have six teams vying for five Super Rugby spots, and uh, that bottom team has to fight it off in terms of relegation. So the Southern Kings is run in the Super Rugby is stalled. They won't be in the competition next year as the Johannesburg Lions are back. They lost the second leg of their playoff 23-18 to to the Southern Kings, however, won overall on aggregate points. So they will be back next season. Coming up next, though, we catch up with Wallabies coach Ewan McKenzie. ABC Grandstand's rugby show, The Clubhouse. On ABC Grandstand Digital. Well, Ewan, uh, we're on the cusp of the, your first Wallaby camp uh, as, uh, as head coach. Um, I guess, how are you feeling? You feeling excited? No, I, I am pretty excited. It's been, uh, yeah, it's been a busy last few weeks because I've finished up somewhere and at the Reds and then obviously, uh, so there's been a bit of overlap, so there's been a lot of work, a lot of work done. And, you know, you stand here and you're trying to get as much done as you possibly can so you get the biggest bang for your buck on the first day. But um, the reality is you've got to roll into these things. Um, you know, when everyone's new and there's a bit of change, uh, which I quite like, um, it does take a bit of time to bed that in. So I'm not expecting it to just to roll out smoothly. I think the, the main thing is everyone's got the best intentions on the first day and 
no indications ever isn't going to turn up here full of beans and, and uh, ready to get on with it. You mentioned in the press conference before about uh, the Brumbies players coming in and how you're going to give them a little lay leeway, but not too much because obviously there are things to get done. Are you expecting the Brumbies to be a bit fatigued considering the travel and obviously the Super Rugby final they played on the weekend? Yeah, I'm not going to that. They will be. Um, they've had a fair bit of travel, but um, we understand that, so we'll manage their. Uh, we'll manage that appropriately. That's what you do. There's no point in um, running guys into the ground, so we're going to manage that. But there's a lot of organisation and information that needs to flow, which is passive. You know, it's not, it doesn't have to be running around the fields actually talking and understanding. So we've got to go on with that process. And we've already modified our day. We were going to start this morning, and we modified it to allow for the Brumbies to get back from New Zealand. So we've already made accommodated that situation. So. Yeah, I'm always, uh, you know, always flexible around what what needs to happen in the in Australian rugby. I'm very respectful of that the Super Rugby level and what it contributes. So, you know, I've been talking. I talk quite a bit to the to the coaches, and you know, I'm interested in, in helping them where I can. And then they'll, conversely, they'll they'll uh, they'll help me when they can too. So once we get that relationship going, well, that'll be better for Australian rugby. You mentioned before as well that uh, you don't like just looking at players off, off one performance, but it was a, a Super Rugby final. Does the, the biggest stage um, play a role in your thinking in how certain Brumbies perform, perhaps Jesse Mogg and Matt Tamua? Oh, the big stages, you know, but they've been, you know, you wouldn't have got a bigger stage than you know, the Bulls the week before, you know. Having been at that venue as a player and a coach, it's a pretty tough venue, and to go there and win, that's commend, you know, it's, it's historical. So, um, yeah, that was a big stage too. Yeah, the finals, but there's things that happen in between. So in the end, they they ran the game. They were in front there for 65 minutes or something like that. So it wasn't like they were in the game. So no, I'm not going to judge anyone. I'll judge their performance over time. And in the end, they were in the final. Uh, and a lot of their guys have really well week in, week out, which is, um, I think, I'm very impressed by consistency. And the Kiwis have named the All Black squad a 28-man squad uh, for the Rugby Championship. Have you had a chance to, to go over that? And uh, if so, are you any particular player standing out at the moment? No, I had a look at it. Um, yeah, yeah, they obviously made a couple of uh, adjustments there, a couple of guys dropping out, but pretty strong squad. There's, you know, when you look through it, you've got a, you know, a raft of experience and, and obviously they're, they're next, they're the guys they're trying to bring through in time for the next World Cup. So you can see the, the method in the squad, so uh, how it runs out, how they run it against us, I'm not quite sure. But um, yeah, they're all good players, and uh, they're obviously a very good team. So um, there's no real surprises for me in, in that sense. Well, you and good luck in uh, the, this week of camp, and uh, we look forward to talking to you on Grandstand again soon. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. That was Wallabies coach Ewan McKenzie joining you in the clubhouse. I also managed to catch up with Wallabies captain James Hall, and here's our chat now. Well, James, uh, we're here in the uh, the first week of uh, Wallaby camp under Ewan McKenzie. Um, how are you feeling at the moment? Are you feeling excited? Yeah, thrilled to be here, mate. I'm you know excited to to get our teeth into the work and and looking forward to, I guess, what this week holds, and then obviously you know what the the next couple of months hold, which is a, a big calendar of of the rugby championship. You you know yourself in the past, having played a Super Rugby a final, how hard it can be to get back into Wallaby camp straight away. If you will, you have any advice for your your Brumbies teammates, who no doubt will be a bit knackered after a bruising encounter against the Chiefs? Yeah, look, it, it's, it is difficult. You know, we did it in 2011, and um, you know, it takes a couple of days. But I think you know they're all understand what's what's required, and you know, the, just the reality of the way the rugby calendar works nowadays is it 
if you perform at the provincial level, you don't get much time off to, to perform uh, to before you get into the test level. So, you know, I think everyone here at camp, other than the Brumbies guys, would have liked to have been in that final. But, you know, they were lucky enough to be there and they played incredibly well. So um, I'm sure they'll have a couple of lighter days compared to the rest of us. But, yeah, you know, I'm looking forward to getting into camp and, uh, and getting stuck in. Ben Mullen certainly impressed a lot of people with his uh, leadership qualities. What's what's your relationship with him, and how does he work in the, the leadership group of the Wallabies? Uh, look, I've known Ben for a long time. I played schoolboy rugby with him in Queensland. We played under-19s. We, we signed uh, our first contracts with the Reds on the same day. Um, you know, we, we've... Uh, you know, we're, I've known Ben for a very, low, very, very long time, and he's a, a guy that I think you know he's obviously been playing incredibly well and leading the Brumbies incredibly well uh, over the last little bit. And he's a guy that we need to, uh, you know, I speak to regularly, did throughout the lines, and he's a guy that offers a lot as a as a player and, and, and as a leader. And you know, he's not the only one in the group that does that, but uh, you know, there's plenty of guys that you can turn to and, and I guess bounce ideas off. Obviously, it's a, it's a big year in terms of now the rug, uh, Australian rugby turns their head to the, the rugby championship, beating the All Blacks and the Springboks. We know it's been a long time between drinks for the Bledisloe Cup. As Australian captain, are you feeling the pressure to, to get the wrestle the Bledisloe Cup back from the Kiwis? Oh, look, any time you play for Australia, there's a certain amount of pressure. But, you know, we certainly... It has been too long that we have between having the, the Bledisloe or not. So we, we want it back and there's no doubting that that's what we need to do and we've got two games against the All Blacks to, to try and do that and uh, you know there's no better way to start a, an international campaign than against you know uh, I guess your closest rival. And uh, the, the All Blacks named their 28 man squad, have you had a chance to have a look at that and anything particular standing out for you there? Oh no, I think they've picked guys that have been performing at Super Rugby, and they've obviously picked guys that are that have done it before. For you know, guys like Richie's obviously back in the fold now that wasn't there uh, in their last squad. So that's uh, that's probably the only you know big in compared to the rest of guys that have been there before and you know played some. And if they haven't been there before, they've been playing really well for their provinces. So uh, they deserve their selection. And you've worked with Ewan for a number of years now. Good to now work with him in the uh, at the national level. Yeah, very excited about the opportunity. You know, I've spent the last four years working with Ewan, and then um, you know, th this next chapter is you know exciting. Obviously, Test rugby is different to provincial rugby, but you know, I'm excited to see what he brings and, and the differences that he'll he'll bring to his game and the way he goes about things. So it's an uh, exciting time in the next couple of weeks. Well, James, good luck in camp uh, over the next uh, week and a bit, and we look forward to talking to you again soon on Grandstand. Thank you very much. And that was Wallabies captain James Horwell joining you in the clubhouse, and we'll bring you the latest from the Australian camp as it happens throughout the week and over the coming weeks here on the program. The Brumbies, though, they went down to the Chiefs 27-22 over in Hamilton in the Super Rugby Final over the weekend. Let's just have a listen to some of the highlights of that match now. So, Leo Lofano, who played here for Waikato in the ITM Cup, moves towards the ball and kicks it, and the Brumbies lead 3-0 over the Chiefs. Brumbies 3, leading the Chiefs 0. Eyes down to the ball now. Here comes Leo Lafano, about five in from touch. It's straight, it's curving to the left, it hits the post. It's over. Oh, great oh, oh. kick. What a great kick. Seemingly gone for all money, that ball, but it is just snuck over the post, and the Brumbies lead 6-0 over the Chiefs. Cool under pressure, as we saw with the Wallabies during the British and Irish Lions series. As the ball lined up now, moves towards it, kicks it towards the uprights. Not a bad kick, and he's kicked it. 
Well, 9-0. Brumbies over the Chiefs here. Super Rugby final. Steadies himself. He moves towards the ball. This time it looks to be okay. He's kicked it. 9-3. Brumbies over the Chiefs. Study in concentration. Moves towards the ball. Towards the uprights. It goes. And listen to the crowd. He's kicked it. 9-6. Brumbies over the Chiefs. Super Rugby final here at Waikato Stadium in Hamilton. Aaron Cruden has the ball lined up. 22 metres out. 10 metres to the left-hand side of the upright. This to level the scores. He moves in, kicks it towards the uprights. He's kicked it. Nine all. Brumbies and the Chiefs. Super rugby final. The ball comes back again to Kerbalo. Again, a long pass intercepted by Leo Lefano. Sprints away. Has he got the legs? He sprints. He's 20 metres out. He's 10 metres out. Try! In the corner for the Brumbies. Perfect conditions as he moves towards the ball. Towards the uprights. It goes. And he has kicked it. Well, they're back in this game, the Chiefs, as the kick came from about 25 metres out. And Leo Lafano, who scored the only try of the game so far with an intercept, moves towards the ball, kicks it towards the uprights. He's kicked it, and the Brumbies lead 22-12 over the Chiefs in the Super Rugby final here at Waikato Stadium. Word around, and the Chiefs have got the ball, almost a try, a try for line, try! Try, Chiefs! Well, they screwed the scrum around. And really out the Brumbies on the back foot. It's on his outside. Lovely piece of play. This will be a try. It goes to Robertson. He sprints across the line and puts it down. Gruden moves towards the ball. Kicks it towards the uprights. He's kicked it. 27-22. The Chiefs in front of the Brumbies. Ball has come loose. Full time. And the Chiefs have won the Super Rugby title for 2013. They've won back-to-back titles. 27-22 over a very gallant Brumbies side. Sheer emotion here at Waikato Stadium. Chris Coleman caught up with George Smith, an Australian rugby legend after the match, and he was very disappointed. And he started off by asking him if he was disappointed that the fairy tale ending didn't quite occur to plan. No, definitely not the fairy tale that I was after. Um, yeah, look at... <laughs> I'm, I'm extremely gutted as the players in our, in our team. Uh, I know hard the players have worked throughout the season and in all accounts uh, last season as well. Um, yeah, I know how much uh, the coaches have put in, into into this team and and the support that the players have had from the Canberra community and the wider community. Um, look, I'm, I'm gutted and uh, look, oh, I wish it was the other way around, but uh, you know, the Chiefs played extremely well in that second half. Looking back now on the year, coming back, were you worried at the start of the year that there might be people saying, oh, no, here he comes, he's coming back just for a shot at personal glory? It's turned out to be a tremendous fairy tale. How's the year felt to you this year? I've enjoyed the year. Um, it's never been a hindrance for, for myself or, or uh, I guess, a, the ability to come back and play within the Super Rugby uh, uh, tournament. Um, you know, I've, I've enjoyed it. Uh, I've felt I've been very comfortable within... Within the structures of play, I've, I've enjoyed playing alongside the players within the team. Um, this is since I left, there was a, a rotate, different rotation of um, uh, younger players within the squad. So it was nice to see the balance uh, there, and I'm a serene gutter for the players. Well, you pretty well summed up what rugby is all about, George Smith. You've been a gentleman for the Brumbies. You've been a star for the Brumbies. We are going to miss you as rugby fans and as broadcasters. Thank you for everything you've given the game. Oh, look, I've enjoyed it as well. So thank you to the New Zealand fans and also the New Zealand public who, who enjoy their rugby because I've, I've enjoyed playing out here and playing over here and no, it's, it's a pleasure. That was George Smith talking to Chris Coleman. Coming up next, though, we're going to chat with Tim Gavel, 
uh, who called the match for Grandstand and get his thoughts on the Brumbies' performance. On ABC Grandstand Digital, The Clubhouse. The Clubhouse. With Patrick Folks. A brave Brumbies outfit led for most of the match, but ultimately fell to the Chiefs 27-22 in the Super Rugby Final for season 2013. Despite the loss, it has been an amazing journey for the Brumbies over the last few seasons, going from a spent force to title contenders under the tutelage of Jake White. Tim Gable is Grandstand's head rugby commentator, and he called the match for Grandstand, and he joins you in the clubhouse now. Tim, welcome to the program. I guess uh, a lot of disappointment for Brumbies fans this weekend, coming so close but uh, falling just short at the final hurdle. I think the Brumbies can take a lot of heart out of their performance. I thought they were an incredibly gutsy side on Saturday night against a Chiefs team who won the competition last year. And the Chiefs, let's not forget, have taken all before them in New Zealand. I mean, task and because no side has ever won, foreign team anyway, has ever won in New Zealand in a final. So the Brumbies were, were very much in the game. They led till 20 minutes to go, then, then costly errors let them down. Also, I think that the Chiefs gained a lot from their bench. They seem to have added momentum from the players coming on the field, and that added to it, I think, on, on Saturday night. In the back 20 minutes, Tim, do you think the fatigue factor of, of the, how the Brumbies had travelled, you know, four different time zones and over 25,000 kilometres in, in the space of a week, did, did that really take into effect then in that back 20? Really hard to tell, simply because I guess you've got a side who... Um, have have done so many incredible things so far this year. They've beaten the British Irish Lions. They've beaten the Bulls in Pretoria in a final in South Africa. I, I just wonder, you know, whether or not it was simply sheer weight of possession that that led to the Chiefs, you know, scoring two tries in the back half of the game. It could have been that fatigue factor. You really don't know. They're going to be tired anyway because it was just such a frenetic game. So whether or not it was was that, whether or not it was simply through lack of possession, but. Uh, as it turned out, the Chiefs, through sheer weight, of, sheer weight of possession, ended up with a lot of ball, and uh, they uh, exploited the situation perfectly. The Brumbies made a couple of mistakes, too. Of course, didn't help things with the failure to find touch, kicking out on the full outside the 22. Uh, just those little things uh, can hurt you in a final. Ben Mowen said in the post-match press conference after the uh, loss to the Chiefs that uh, they'll have a week off and then uh, the Brumbies preseason starts again in order to win the 2014 campaign. Uh, do you think uh, that's a comfort to, to Brumbies fans, uh, many of whom would uh, still be smarting after a, a bit of a disappointing weekend for Canberra sports fans? Yeah, not really sure how... Uh, I did hear those comments that they would start preparing for next year, uh, next week, but... What I think you'll see is you've got 12 Brumbies players in the Wallabies squad. You've got the Brumbies still looking for, uh, I think, one more signing that they might make, a a replacement for Peter Kimlin, who's going to Grenoble in France at the end of the year. So, yeah, they haven't got too many things to do in terms of uh, signing players. Virtually every player has re-signed for next year. Uh, They need to find a new fitness coach because Dean Benton is leaving. Uh, He was here for two years. And you got the team incredibly fit, so uh, I'll need to find somebody very good to, to take issues. Um, I think in terms of the pre-season, I think very much it will be just planning what they do um, in the pre-season and the lead-up to next year. I don't you'll see the players getting flogged at training in a couple of weeks' time because uh, most of them in the Wallaby camp anyway, but I think what we'll see is uh, just possibly a few meetings just to decide on, on what approach they take for next year and then you'll see the players 
disappear for a while, go back to club football, uh, the players that aren't in the Wallabies, and and then we'll have um, pre-season, I would assume, uh, would probably start around October, November, and uh, get them ready for next year. Well, Tim, as the old saying goes, you have to lose one to win one. So for Brumbies fans, maybe 2014 is the year for them. Tim, thank you very much for giving us all the latest on the Brumbies in the clubhouse today. Thank you, Patrick. On ABC Grandstand Digital, the clubhouse. The clubhouse. With Patrick Folks. No Luke Pentony today. He's off having a well-deserved holiday. But I will just go through the results from round 16 of Queensland Premier Rugby for those of you north of the Tweed. Brothers 7 went down to GPS 48 at Jack Ross Oval. North's 22 were thoroughly defeated by Sunny Bank, who scored 75 points at Hugh Courtney Oval. Sunshine Coast 14 went down to East's 67. University of Queensland 41, they defeated South's 36 in a close affair. And West's 52 defeated the Gold Coast Breakers 31. Just going through the ladder for you, it's GPS on top on 68 points. Brothers closely on their heels on 65. Then there's a bit of a gap between second and third with East's on 58. In fourth, also on 58 points, is University of Queensland. Sunnybank is in fifth on 50. Souths are on 48. West's 35. Norths and Gold Coast Breakers both sharing 16 points. And Sunshine Coast Rugby Union, they've got six points at the bottom of the ladder. Coming up next, though, we're going to talk ABC TV Sports Big Deal. That's the Shoot Shield. And we're covering that right after this with Natalie Unidis. On ABC Grandstand Digital, The Clubhouse. The Clubhouse. With Patrick Folks. Natalie Unidis has joined me in the clubhouse. Hello, Natalie. Patrick, your creative introductions never cease to amaze me. Thanks for having me. <laughs> um, it was a star-studded Sydney University full of uh, super rugby players um, that uh, defeated Southern Districts at the TV match of the round this week. Can you tell us a bit about that? Yes, it was our first trip out to uni for the season and uni absolutely demolished the third-place Southern Districts, 48-6. to six. So... Eight tries to nil, so it's not good for the Rebels coming into the finals, although they did have a lot of their players out because of New South Wales barbarian duties. Well, yeah, we were talking about that earlier in the program with New South Wales just going down to Argentina, taking on the Pumas. But another interesting point, uh, West Harbour, they went down to the Rats despite having James O'Connor. Yeah, that's three losses on the trot for West Harbour, and it was James O'Connor's debut match. He scored two tries, but it wasn't enough. Warringah comfortably beating them in the end, 44-33. to Mm. Do you just want to run through the other results for us? I can do that. Parramatta kept their very slim finals hopes alive when they defeated Eastern Suburbs 24-19. to And Norths caused an upset over Randwick at Coogee 32-14. to uh, And in the other results, the Hooper boys, Michael and Richard, combined to help Manly to a 71-12 to point win over Penrith. And ladder leaders, Eastwood, too good for Gordon, 70-28. to Well, there you go. And the ladder is quite interesting because really there's still 10 teams that can still be uh, in contention for the finals later this year. Yes, mathematically, it is still possible for Parramatta to make the finals. So there's four teams that are going to 
to really fight it out for the last two spots in the eight, and they are Randwick, Northern Suburbs, Warringah and Parramatta. So the next two weeks of competition are going to be really interesting. The first, the top five are pretty much determined, Eastwood, Uni, Southern Districts, Manly and West Harbour. So it's just going to be interesting to see who plays who. Well, it, uh, it hopefully Parramatta, the two Blues, can send their coach Glenn Christini out on a high. Obviously, he's not going to be part of the club next season. He's heading back to New Zealand. If you want to catch uh, the TV sport crew next week, where are you going to be, Nat? We're at Willara Oval to see Eastern Suburbs and Eastwood. There's a whisper that we might see a couple of Wallabies back in the shoot shield this weekend. So fingers crossed for that. And we also have a very special guest. The Bledisloe Cup is joining us this weekend. Ah, it's a good talk of the Bledisloe Cup. Yep, all 22 kilos of it. Well, there you go. And you can catch that on ABC One if you live in Sydney or New South Wales from 3pm on Saturdays. If you live outside of the Blue State, you can catch it on ABC iView. However, if you want to catch uh, this show again, you can. Just go to abc.net.au slash grandstand, or you can find us on iTunes as well. I've been Patrick Folks, Natalie Unities, thank you very much for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Pat. And until next time, if you want the latest on the world of rugby, just go to abc.net.au and hit the Rugby Union tab where you can find the latest news there. Until then, though, wherever you play the game, enjoy your rugby.